The Frame Center Podcast. Welcome to the Frame Center Podcast. There's been a little bit of a layoff, so we decided we'd come back with a, a, a star. Favorite, yeah, fan favorite, I think, is definitely what Thank we would you. call him. So we got Mark Slavin. Mark and his wife, Trish, have a show up at the moment here at the Frame Center. And to people that don't know, Mark's one of our longtime employees. Maybe some people think he's just a framer, but he's actually also a super talented artist. Mm-hmm. And we're going to sit down. We're going to talk, I think, a little bit more about the artwork today, a little sure. less about the framing. Maybe we'll bring him back for some frame talk at some point. The Matt special? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. When we do the Matt special, yeah, we definitely have to have you on for that one. <laughs> the Matt Master. That's me. Yeah. Exactly. So, Mark, you want to start off? Now, tell these guys a little bit about yourself and what the stuff that you do is. I mean, I'm a huge fan of your work, personally. Thank I, you. I have three at home, always looking to add another to the, the collection. <laughs> yeah. Mike, we're actually talking about your work yesterday. But it's kind of like, has like a super textural feel to it. It's kind of like sculpture and painting combined. Exactly, in, yeah. It's, in a way. That's basically what it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I stumbled upon that when I was in college, and I was a sculpture and painting major. Yep. And I really wanted to paint thick, but you can't afford thick paints oh, in yep. school. God, no. So it's yeah. just oil paints are so expensive. <laughs> so in my sculpture class, we were using a lot of plaster, mold making, and casting things. And I decided to see if I could intertwine the two and I convinced both my professors to let me do like my final project for both classes as one piece that was basically a sculptural painting. Mm. So I used plaster and whatnot to make a ground to paint on, carved it out a little bit. I mean, it wasn't this type of thing. It was a lot more stuff going on and then just attacked it with paints for a while and they both let it fly. Hey. I said I got away with something. I was going to say it's a unique time saver too, two for one. So yeah, I mean, but I know. was able to devote twice as much time into that one project instead of just spreading your time across half balls. my time here, yeah. half my time there. But I really just sort of fell in love with that idea. So after college, I just kept dabbling here and there and doing different things. That's the stuff that always turns out better. It's the stuff that you, yeah. <laughs> you know. And you I wasn't do doing versus... it for anybody but myself. Yep. Yeah. And I started using fabric and stuff in there because one of my professors was putting horse hair into his plaster yep. for, strength, oh, for reinforcement for strength yeah. and stuff and I was like well what else can you do with it so I started doing some fabric and kind of stumbled upon mm-hmm. the things that you have yeah those ones were sheets right those were some sheets mm-hmm. yep is that a big part of it too when you're figuring out what the surface is going to be I mean a little bit of experimenting oh, to figure out a little out. bit of experiment I've actually done a couple pieces where the sheets are so because I'm using old recycled old crap. yeah yeah the sheets start falling apart when you're working on them, and then that turns into something in the piece because it's they become part of the fabric of it. A lot of times they'll hold together. That's when I started using T-shirts because they've got a little more flexibility. Right, to them. yeah, a little more stretch. And stretch. You've used jeans before, too? I've used jeans. I've hey. used sleeves of sweatshirts. I've used a lot of different things, but what I really like is just the fabric. Yep. Mushing it around and making a mess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But again... I just work on stuff till I'm kind of happy with it. Yep. I set it aside, let it dry. Yep. So on you average, usually, how long does it take to dry? Depends how thick the stuff is. Do you find one's better, like if it's got the fabric in it, it takes longer versus if it's got If it's got fabric in it, it usually takes a lot longer because you can do a lot thicker with the fabric. Right, right. It's like that's just, that's joint compound, actually. That usually takes a few days to dry because it's got some peaks, but a lot of valleys. Too, right, yeah. There's really nothing there. It's almost <laughs> like you're flat onto the surface of the board. 
So that one's like a little bit different than the ones that I have are more like long, like, yes. you know, like pulled things. And I know you have like a few that are like these. These kind of like feel more like rain or like, you know, waves. That, that yeah. Kind of thing. I mean, I, I, I was, get a lunar surface feel from them sometimes, right. like yeah. a meteorite strike. Yeah, it depends you know? how you get the Slip final forms, product. Yeah. It's like when you're frosting a cake or something. You oh, yeah, yeah. Just try to get little peaks on yeah. things or you don't. You smooth yeah. it out. You can go around. I mean, I just sort of let it do its own thing and then... At a certain point, I just say, "Okay, yeah. I'm done." You fussed with it enough, and you don't want yeah. to take because you one and more thing, it'll screw it up. And you gotta and then you see what the paint does to it. I love just spray painting stuff. I love this look, this metallic look that you get from it. Is that yeah, very I like, like I uh, like the metallic. The bronzing so, so coloring is the. So is that two layers? Are you going in with black and with like a silver in a different direct? Kind of, sort of. I don't want you. I don't want you to give away too many of the secrets. It really depends. I've done things. I believe the pieces you have. It's all. Silver, silver one way, yeah. black the other way. Yeah. So when you're on one side of the room, oh, you see the it, directional. You yeah, see you had one other with side. white, I believe, too, that had that, right? There was so silver with white. You had white in one direction and silver in the other. Yeah, maybe. That was a while ago. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was from the previous oh, show that, that you had. with all the angles. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. That was actually just like a piece of board and spray paint. It was like, oh, uh, okay. Kind of graffiti style. Yeah. But somebody bought it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Some I mean, like art is what you can get away with, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, these always have a much more natural feel to them, almost like inner cave wall or like, yeah, still I like, like natural formations. I like those. I think those are kind of like waves almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of times they're dry and they're white, and you just look at the shadows on them and yeah, just you, hang them on a wall. And you can look at it like that and just leave it. Mm-hmm. It's like a little marble sculpture or something. I mean, yeah. I love that idea. I have a piece at my house was one of the first fabric pieces I made that yeah. I've actually just... Every now and then I just repaint it white because yep. it, it's white, but it just colors so much dust. Right, it just stuff, colors, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. Every now and then I just paint it white again. I just love it. So how much are you trying to figure out what you're trying to get the sculpting part done first and then you paint or are you mixing it all? Mostly as a sculpture first, then I paint. But like a lot of times, I mean, I could go into something like that when it's new mm-hmm. and go back in there and scrape stuff up and carve it and add more to it if I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, that's the good thing with the joint compound. You could go you through can, with a Dremel if you wanted to and create yeah. all kinds of different little... Yeah. I could take it when it's at a certain point and it's still wet and then just drag sticks through it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Form, form it, There's yeah. so many different things you can do. The, the clay stage so, just before it's dry. <laughs> exactly. I think that the show came out great, too. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I think that the, the way of the photographs, and, yeah. yeah, I mean, Trish is... Yeah, my, my wife is a photographer, great. if you don't know. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Patricia Walsh, look her yeah. up. Yeah, and we could have one star out at a time. Yeah, so we're, she'll you know, be part two. Well, well that and you guys have the kids, too. So somebody... Yes. We couldn't line Maya up to babysit the two children. <laughs> Next we, time. Yeah. <laughs> so one at a time for these episodes. But her photographs, yes, I just think it was a really cool combination. Yeah. I think it looks awesome, just wondering around in there mm-hmm. and it almost makes sense if someone's going to buy one of your pieces they should probably they buy one of hers too you know? <laughs> exactly. and they're paired nicely out there so. yep. well that's the thing you've got a nice soft ethereal movement on hers there's nice blends mm. and blurs and on yours you've got these heavy weighted pieces with a lot of shadow and a lot of depth to them which I think is like a nice contrast between it's the two the, but they the complement the each other yang. exactly yes. yep. it's a good explanation for the two of them there you haven't shown I mean aside from like shows where you guys both have a piece in there right you haven't I don't think we've ever done a show like a joint that before yeah. no. did you do a talk together down in Duxbury or was that yeah that was she did a piece and I did a piece who so were separate but yep. part of this I forget who else Eileen Casey I think okay the third one kind of we stood up in front of a group of people yeah Talked it out. Yeah, so it was more like a talk that you guys did yeah. together. So it wasn't really the work was on display no, together. We both found a couple pieces just to like show. I just passed a piece around and was like, feel it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that's what everybody, everybody, everybody wants everybody, to do. They all want to go up and touch it. Walk up and just touch it. <laughs> yeah, is that going to squash or is that? <laughs> yeah. And no, but a lot of what I like about it is people look at it and go, "What is that?" Yeah, because especially the thicker pieces, it's like people think it's metal. Yeah, and that's what. Well, I, it's your bronze kind of one that's at the bottom that. of the stairwell there. Everyone's the first thing everybody sees is they're heading up to the gallery. Yeah. I always get the ooh as I can hear it from you know around the corner. Exactly. Touch it. Yeah. <laughs> I know we should have like please do not touch signs on everything for you know. It's basically okay. Yeah, we'll create yeah, one yeah, little sensory right. setup that they can just go yeah. touch, and it's the same for all. Yeah, you feel like that's helpful too at home. You and Trish go over the work together, or well, she does her thing, I do my thing. Yeah, we can ask each other advice, but it's like I'm going to do whatever the hell I'm going to do. Yeah, she's going to do what she wants to do. I'm going to do what I want to do. I frankly don't give a yeah. So it's bleep. not. So you're. <laughs> we'll clean it up. No, I mean, I just I think that makes <laughs> it interesting too. Here. Like the. <laughs> That's part of my thing. Is I'm not doing this for anybody yep. except for my own pleasure, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's, that's a good thing about and it. And I you think that that's something. It's just that I'm ending up having like a bunch of these pieces and it would be, you know, it's nice to sell something. Every yeah. Time, which oh, I've, yeah. I've sold a good handful of things in my time, especially being here. Yep. Last time I hung here, I hung, I think I got like three or four things out of here. You had the other show and too. The library before. show. Yeah, the library yep. show. You had was some, at the Ventress. There were some golden pieces in that one, wasn't there? Well, these ones here are mostly bronze and this kind of pewter tone. Yeah, there was a gold right. piece that, yep. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that was like your And I'm, I'm starting to go back your... a little bit towards gold just because it's kind of warm. Yeah. Well, let's say, do you like, like my... the earthy metallics versus going? I like the metallics. I've yeah. t- I keep toying with the idea of doing colors because people love color, but mm-hmm. like, I don't want to do that. It's tough. Yeah. You know? I mean, it'd be interesting yeah. to see how it looks, but no, yeah. I feel like. The... I think if I had the right time and space, I mean, that's yeah. a lot of what it is. We have children now, so it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Out the window. Yeah. Well, is that why you have your set up in there? <laughs> yeah. The artisan residency? I mean, that's, that's the most stuff I've done in the past, like, four years. It's fun to look at. I don't know how many times you've walked over there, Scott, in, the, mo- in the mornings just to see the progress taking place. Oh, yeah. You know, I usually, every night when we go to lock up, I always go to see if there's anything new yeah. over on the table or yeah, if something's that, been changed up. Or now that we're around. back, I'm going to get back to it. Like, coming here at, like, four in the morning. <laughs> you know, a couple of things. Yeah. You've been recording yeah. some of it? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing is having clothes. a space where you can work that you can know you can leave it and right. have it be the exact same place you left it when you have kids, animals, any of that kind of stuff. <laughs> cat walking through well, it. Cat walking through yeah. Although that could be kind of neat. I get some cat paws going through there. The hair. It's another problem. Hair's a problem. <laughs> but knowing that you can come back to it at any time yeah. and just pick right back up when you have that feeling of oh, now I know what to do or where I'm going to go with it. Mm-hmm. And not having to like set up because then by the time you got everything no, thing. set back up again, you got to take it back down. It's a lot of stages. So like, you, yeah. there's the make it, then let it dry. Then right. Then I hit it with primer and then I let it dry. Yeah. Yep. And then something like that takes a lot of like, you're going to get in all the nooks and crannies. Exactly, yeah. So it's so take, it takes a while to yeah. put that down, let that dry. That's got thicker spots you want to really let it dry. So it's nice to just leave stuff for a while, mm. come back to it. The size spray are, paint, and then you have to let that dry. Right. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you just start messing around, and it just turns out brown or whatever. Yeah. Know? It's good to have multiple pieces going at the same time, so you're at a different stage with each one. Or, Very true, yeah. Or you have five of the at the same stage, and you can be like, okay, I'm going to spray paint this one, then I'm going to spray paint that one, then I'm going to yeah. spray paint that one, then you got... Well, at least the paints are, like, the spray paints are a consistency for color, unless you're doing yeah. blends of going Yeah, that's why I'm also just trying to, like, stick to, like, and then I... We'll use acrylic paint on top. Yeah, because then if you mix something and you don't get the color back the way you want it, you're like, oh, I'll just duplicate yeah. this later. No, it's never going to be the exact same color unless you make a big batch yeah. of it. Still looking for the perfect, like, 
spray paint. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Give it like a top coat of some shininess. Maybe a nice yeah. rose gold sometimes. The sizes are all over the place too. Do you have a preference or is it just like what materials you have to work with? Not really a preference, but I think like if you think about a t-shirt, that size is kind of like yep. right here. 16, 20, 18, 24. Mm-hmm. Yeah, around that. But yeah. I, I kind of like a little bit more tall than like standard 16, 20. So right. Like yep. 16, 24 maybe or something right. like that. But then thinking about if you wanted to see it in somebody's house, mm-hmm. not everybody can have a piece like that. They don't have a wall for yeah. that. Oh, yeah, it's so definitely maybe, a statement piece. Maybe you have the smaller pieces or like a, right now in the back, I'm working on like a diptych kind of thing yep. where it was like two pieces the, that I did yeah, side the, by side. You would give me those floater frames. Yeah, like we just made the wrong size for somebody and I finally dug them out like five yep. years later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make two pieces for these. Yeah. Hopefully they'll turn out It's good. just more found recycled artwork. That's, That's all that it is. It's, it's all, all part of it. I just have bags of old t-shirts because every t-shirt I wear here gets a hole in it. Oh yeah, right from the bench. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, yeah. You can't just donate those, be like, here's some holy shirts. Yeah. I just use them as rags and a little yep. filler, a little, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe we'll have to commission a piece for a worn out frame center t-shirt. Ooh. I have. I have. <laughs> Go. For the permanent collection. Maybe that could be the colored one. Use red. Yeah. Try a red <laughs> one. Yeah. Just do a nice bright glossy red with the black. That was I used sharp. to do, I, I had a whole run of doing just t-shirts that had things on them. So it was like a donut t-shirt. Yeah. Messed that around. Mm-hmm. Just left it. And I'm like, I'm eventually going to give it to somebody. I had a whole thing where I was just doing t-shirts. Well, you yeah. had one out there before. Was it two that you had with the collars lined up and it was like divided down the center? It was like. Green and kind of denim. Those color. are the two sleeves of it. A sweatshirt. Okay. The thing that was in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was two sleeves of the sweatshirt that had the stripe going down. Right. So I did pieces side by side. I was messing around. I didn't really realize it when I first did it, but I kind of put them this way, put them that way, put them this way, put them that way. I was like, well, that kind of looks like a figure. Yeah. And then it just hit, and I said, I'll do that. Yeah. Stuck them together like that. Well, it worked out nice. That's what I was saying. Yeah. So you don't even have to like completely cover them to, no. to make them because the two t-shirts that I do that thing with my brother had one that was like a Radiohead t-shirt and I just had a quote from one of the songs I just mushed it around did that and framed it and he's just, it's hanging on his wall cool mm-hmm. it's just like some weird textural thing going on with the t-shirts mm-hmm. so I just framed a quote from a song yeah it's just something different about it so yeah, yeah. more interesting yeah and I thought about it and gave it to him. It's <laughs> yeah. heartfelt, you know what I mean? How's it been recepted by some of your regular customers they you excited to see the work upstairs too? Yeah, I think everybody's kind of like, what I'm getting is the more like, wow, it's a powerful show, because I think the show itself looks really good. It's, yeah, a, cohesive, cool. it's a cohesive thing, but a lot of people, like, they either know what I do or they don't. Yeah. If they don't know what I do, they're like, oh, wow, look at that. Yeah, no, I've talked but, to a few people that I've seen out. But like, I know it's not up everybody's alley either. Yeah, you don't have to always be in love with somebody's work to appreciate what they do, right? Mm-hmm. You right. know, And especially, like, you have a ton of customers that you have, like, strong relationships with, and mm-hmm. I'm sure that you see their artwork all the time because you're framing yeah. it, so it's kind of nice for them to get a chance to see what you do. Not that it changes the relationship or, like, means they have to buy a piece, but, like, just... Having an understanding and knowing that you're an artist as well, I think, is kind of cool. I've said that a couple of times to some people. Knowing that half the people that work here are artists yeah. or art lovers themselves, just right. know have an appreciation for it. We yeah. know what you're going through when you bring a piece in, want something made up. So we're in that same boat half the time when we do our own pieces. So yeah, yeah, no, I mean, everyone here is like a creator of artwork in one way or the other. And even some of the folks that don't paint or a you're working in a creative too, field. Yeah. So it's important, even though like Tanya doesn't do artwork. I'm pretty sure if she. No, she collects a vast amount of different yeah, exactly. styles and types, though, but which is. Oh. I'm sure if she wanted, if she found the time and she oh, wanted yeah. to put her mind to it, she could create. Put I mean, creating, yeah, frames, you know, adding frames to things is talent. <laughs> yeah. Her yeah. gallery walls are a piece of art. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Installation art. <laughs> yeah. It's like an installation piece right there. Yeah, exactly. 
I can't wait to see what the new place looks like. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Once we'll have to get some pictures for some fresh walls to work with. Yeah, I think it's fun too. I mean, I like the idea that we have, especially now that we're expanding and having more space mm. that we're hanging artwork. I think having stuff from everyone that works here on display from time to time is nice and just having a record of it because then you can show someone when you wait on a lot of customers, Scott. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure that people ask you all the time. Like what kind of? Oh yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, we get that one. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I feel like sometimes, but it's different than just having a picture of it on my phone and going, "Here, this is what it looks like." When you actually right. have it in a space and you can see it, yeah. surrounded by stuff is always better. That's why we ask customers all the time, like, "Send us a picture of it once it's home mm. at home," because yep. it's always different when it's surrounded by bookcases and shelves, curtains, things, mm. other textural items that help bring it to life. Same thing. Having it on a table, just painted. Yeah, it looks all right. You put a frame on it, it looks better. Put it up on the wall, even better from there. So it's part of the process. Even if we had a space, like even if we kept stuff on the stairs leading upstairs on a regular basis of people that are here. Right. Or or rotate through it. Yeah, exactly. Someday have as a reference for that kind of thing. So We'll run that one by Dina. Yeah. All right. You know, then you could always pull it down and good filler, right? Yeah. Well, we've done a couple shows for yeah. us when we have the groups yeah. that worked here. It's been a while. I get the uh, reminders on Facebook every once in a while. How long yeah. Ago was, well, we had the gallery wall out front. Yeah, had the kind had of that. like a, yeah. a piece of everyone's, which I thought was tied together nicely. But, yeah. You know, I think sometimes like with a show, like even though the, the subject matter is so different, like that tie, the fact that it's husband and wife, I think is so cool. That's the reason to put them together, right? And then it just turns out that colors work out perfectly. Mm-hmm. Hey. Yeah, it's a good balance yeah. between the two. So <laughs> Maybe the next time the kids will be producing, we'll sneak a couple of, of theirs course. up. If there is a closing, we still try to... <laughs> We're working on the closing date, maybe the 15th, I think. The 15th? I so think that's what we've been talking about. Mm. Nice. So we're going to see if we just solidify that and send it out. Yeah. yeah. Facebook, whatever. Okay. Now you refresh from vacation, you have time to think yeah. about these things. Yes. You're going to get a couple of the kids' pieces up so it's a whole family yeah. show. Yeah. Of course. Why not? Of course. And maybe I'll finish a couple of new pieces. Yeah. <laughs> That's give true. Me, give me a couple of weeks. Yeah. Oh, you get a couple of things done. Yeah. Get back in the schedule. Because I mean, now, do you feel like being here, does that help at all? Working with art, does that inspire you at all? Or does uh, that know, not, does it take away? I mean, I'll be honest with you. I think a lot of what I do and my my approach to my artwork, because this isn't everybody's thing, is Mm -hmm. like I reject a lot of stuff. I mean, not that I don't like art. I love art. I've seen art my whole life. I've been working with like being artsy or whatever my whole life. But like I think when I started doing my thing, what I'm doing, it's kind of like I'm just not paying attention to what people think you should be doing as an artist. So it's kind of like I'm just taking everything you learned in art history and what and I'm like, I don't care. I'm just doing what I want to do. Yeah. Right. You read Rick Rubin's book yet? No. You should read it. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, Dave. <laughs> no. He ta- you know, like he talks about, Is that what he's talking he about? He talks about just, no, that's how you know when you're done with something, right? Like, because you're happy with it. And it's like right. not about pleasing other people. If yeah. you're like our true artist, the that's, art will speak for itself in the end. I think my mother used to tell me that, too. She's like, I can tell you a million times it would be nice if you did this or if it was nice if you do that. And mm-hmm. I know you're just going to do whatever you want to do, but you'll tell me, sure, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I know you're just going to do whatever you want to do, and that's fine. Yeah, well, I've done but, colored palettes for around here for coastal coloring because I know it's what people have mm, in their homes and things. And right. They never really quite turn out the way I want them to because it's not how I would normally do it. I prefer yeah. bolder colors, working in a cooler palette or either all cool or all warm. I don't like to kind of like mix yeah, I mean, them in. It would be interesting if somebody came to me and said, I want you to do something like purple. Mm. And I just did that to something purple or something. Right. I started messing around, mixing colors and this and that. It just wasn't working for me. Yeah. Mm. I mean, there are times too when you say like, all right, well, someone says they wanted a purple one and you do it up and like, 
all right, you did it. They like it. They're happy with it. You're not thrilled with it, but you know what a purple one would come out like now, so you know you don't have to play, right. play experiment with that ever again. And if I, if I had a giant space and a ton of time, right. I'd just go to the store and buy every color can of spray paint. Yeah. <laughs> just have jars of paint everywhere and just yeah. experiment because like, you can always paint over it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with it being layered and textural like that. You can do buildups on it and yeah. go but, over it again and again and still have it turn out the way you want. Yeah. And then back to the whole point about being here and seeing art come through, it is inspiring sometimes to see some yep. stuff come through. But some of my pieces don't even require a frame. And yeah, I, kind of, no. I kind of make them like that because I'm like, I like to just be an object on the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That really makes people go, what is that? Because it looks like it's a real thick chunk of something. Yeah, well, even yeah. having the, the movement not, on the edges. It's like, not a poke at you, but yeah, it's just no, like, I, you know, I, mean, I mean, not everything needs a frame. I think frames do help. I mean, a lot of the stuff is... The yeah. edges of it are trash, so you want yeah. to put a frame on it to cover it up. But well, the fabric pieces that have, because it's fabric wrapped around, it's like yeah. strong on the sides. Yeah. Right, it's they're like reinforced. Thing, yeah. So it's kind of... But they're rounded on the edges, and like they're not like yeah, straight tried, and sharp. So I when you put a straight that. and sharp frame on something like that, it kind of yeah, kills you, the whole thing. If but you plan like, it out for like a floater frame, yeah. you kind of tuck it in like nice and... Right, tucked a little bit so you don't have a chunk coming out one side yeah but if that whole thing is rounded and flowing movements and you put a hard edge outline around it sometimes that throws off the whole feel of the piece but for something like this where you're trying to contain it contain it a little bit exactly yeah I mean listen I'm a supporter of darts I don't think that (laughs) I think frames look nice artwork looks good without frames I mean there's certain things I mean I think some things you can tell the difference when somebody has a piece of art that doesn't need a frame or it looks better without a frame then when somebody cheaps out and <laughs> decides that they're just going to throw a wire across the back of their store-bought canvas where the edges are painted because it because it meets the requirements of you can hang this in a show right, you know, right. there's a difference you can tell i mean cal does all his stuff he doesn't very rarely do we frame anything for him. And I think his stuff looks great. No, he makes yeah. some of his out of like driftwood yeah. and yeah. door yeah, he's, frames he's and things a, that he's, he's like found. A creator. Yeah. And, and that's part of the artwork. It's part of the design. Exactly. I mean, that's what we're doing with the frames. We're adding, we're helping display the stuff, and exactly. we're helping put the finishing touches on that's things. That's how I always looked at it. It's a finishing um, touch. Sometimes artwork doesn't need it. If it's already finished. I got yeah. no objections <laughs> to that. Some people come in with stuff and they're like, I don't even know how to put this up on the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we can make that happen. Right. Well, we always say we, every time we think we've seen everything, somebody throws us a curveball. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, to those that don't know it, Mark is in charge of figuring out how to get everything here. <laughs> the master everything of everything. Everything finished. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the master of everything around here. It's fun. It's, yeah. it's interesting. You never know. Like you said, you're never going to what's going to walk through the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have to like brainstorm a little bit. And yeah, there's a creative element to things. And so, not even like getting the idea of being inspired. I mean, I haven't created anything in ages. I'm in the collecting stage now of artwork. (laughs) You've graduated. Um, (laughs) eh, Maybe. No, but I mean, at some point, I want to paint again. But But you have to be ready for it. You know how it is. Right now, my process is like, let's get the frame center perfect, have the kids grow up, do all their stuff, and then. In 10 years, when I don't have to drive kids around to rinks and don't have to do things. Retire for college soon enough. (laughs) Yeah, and then I'll have more time and then I'll go back to it. I want to paint again at some point. But I feel like being here and seeing stuff is you're using that creative part of your mind. So it's easy to transition back. I think I could. That's what keeps me going is when I'm designing people's things with matte colors and frame and putting things together. It's. At least a little something of creativity that I can put out until I can get back to a canvas or a piece of wood or anything. But the setup is a big part of it too, right? Yeah. yeah. Space is a premium. I love that little core I made for myself over there. 
Yeah. Come check it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. Well, Dave's got some ideas for some future projects where we might be able to put something together. Artist in residency. Exactly. I like it there. Our fr- the Frame Center's first official I, artist. I mean, residency. now that I've done that, I'm like, if I come here at three or four in the morning and just put a tarp down, I could do whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody will even know. Yeah, you can spend a couple hours out and then just go right just to Just kill it. people. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What are you throwing away in the wait, dumpster? Wait, wait, wait. Dump that. Dump that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I think we'll have Mark back on to talk a little bit more about framing at some point, but I think it was awesome to have him talk on a little bit of his stuff. I mean, your work's been in a lot of different shows around here, right? I mean, yeah. It has, yeah. I mean, we used to put stuff in shows all the time until like four years ago when we had Luke and I said, I'm just cutting it for now. Yeah. So it's nice to be kind of getting back into it a little bit and feeling like, oh yeah, I'm part of something again. Yeah, well, that's what you want to feel too. When you want to, like you said, anything you get a force never turns out the way you want it to. Always had like good reception to my pieces. Mm -hmm. No, as you should. I mean, I think we have a lot of talented people here. Mm -hmm. I love Scott's stuff. I got one of his pieces, but a different style. The acrylic pores is your Mm -hmm. thing at these days, Scott. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think you have like a cool niche in this area, and I'm surprised that more people aren't. We didn't even talk about the mobile. The mobile? Oh. The symbols. The symbols. The symbols? Yeah, that's because of Mark's music background. Exactly. We forgot all about that one. Why did we forget that? years in the music industry. Yeah, the years. (laughs) I mean, Scott, you've heard me bragging about Mark's years in the music industry, right? Right. Well, I mean, you still play. I still play, but I haven't really played in a long time. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's cool. I mean, I think it speaks to you being like a true artist and like a renaissance man in a sense. Art music. I mean, I don't really want to do anything else, so finding a job here was like great. A good fit. Well, some of those colors you've used are like the colors and the symbols, the brassy tones and Mm -hmm. things like that and some of the other ones you've used, so. Yeah, but I mean, I couldn't see myself sitting behind a desk. Yeah. No. just... No, yeah, staring like at a wall or computer or screen all day Zoom meetings all day? No. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know if I could handle that. We were more hands-on. <laughs> yeah. Do you go one way or the other with the music, or is that... I mean, honestly, I haven't really played music in so long. Yeah. I was deep in music for, like, my early 20s, and then art's always been there. I've always felt like I wish I could just make a living as an artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, like, dick around with music on the side. Yeah. And just have fun. I got horrible stage fright, so I'm like, I don't ever want to jump up on a stage and be yeah. like, yeah. Well, one on one, I can talk to people, but I get in front of a group of more. It's like, we did that talk at Duxbury. Yeah. For some reason, it was like, I think Casey went first, then Trish went second, and I went third. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, I'll come cool and collected in the beginning, like, dude, I'll have a cup of coffee, just wait, listen to these guys talk. And by the time it got to me, I was like, oh. <laughs> four coffees in, just <laughs> yeah. ready exactly. to go. I, like, I should have cut the coffee off. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's going to be the middle. You don't have to be the introductory. You don't have like, to be the closer. Like you can just kind of, there for yeah. a minute, but once you got up and started doing it, and that's happened before. I mean, I've played music in front of other people, and it's like, once you start, yeah. it's like, everything, well, that's goes, a, everything that's goes away. A, that's interesting. Do you have any music that you listen to while you're doing these? Like, is it? Nothing particular. Okay, I wasn't sure but, if there was something like that. But I do like Put it. you in the mood I'll, for I'll it. I'll throw on a, a CD here, a CD there. Yeah. Or like, Whatever, the Lord I know it does affect the stuff I paint <laughs> when I'm doing I tend to listen to a single soundtrack while I'm doing something and then it tends to affect a lot of times I do this kind of stuff outside right. so in my backyard like with a tarp down just sure. out the back and I'm just doing it and I'm just one with myself and nature yeah no I just you was know, wondering just like I said with how much music was part of it it's always part of my life. I'm always listening to music. You guys yeah. come in here. I mean, yeah. if you came in earlier, it would be like, turn it down. <laughs> yeah, occasionally. Yeah. 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 Right. How am I yeah. supposed yeah. to hear what you're telling <laughs> me? Like, crank it up to 11. <laughs> and what's the, the mobile? The mobile is old cymbals that I had had for about, from when I first started playing the drums for about 10 years. 
I had inherited from various people, just old symbols that they had, and they were in various states of crap. Like okay. some, some of them were real old, some of them just had a little crack in them, some of them were like, <laughs> okay, but I beat the shit out of them. There's dents, there's massive cracks, there's holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just never threw them away, so mm-hmm. at some point, and this was another thing I did in college, I yeah. was like, hey, what about this? And I made a mobile out of them because I love Calder. I was like, I'm fascinated by mobiles. Like, I just started... Mm-hmm. The balance aspect is around, interesting. That was yeah. another thing I put in like our senior show in college. I mm-hmm. threw that up, and I was just like, here's something different. Where was it hanging out before you brought it in? Before I brought it yeah. here? Yeah. It was at my parents' house for years. We had a little cathedral ceiling in their family room, Yeah. and it was just high enough with like two beams that I could run a pole across yeah. hanging from the middle there, and it was just high enough so it wouldn't be hitting people's <laughs> so, heads. So it yeah. turned into a gong. But it hung there for <laughs> close to 20 years almost. No kidding. And then my dad sold the house, yeah. and I wrapped the thing up and put it in the rafters in my garage, <laughs> Yeah, and hadn't seen the light of day since, like, 2018. No kidding. So well, it, I mean, it was I'm fun, it was fun just yeah. to bring it out. Yeah. And I, like, Dawn came up with me, and I was like, let's unwrap this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was like, what the hell? She's a huge fan of it, right? Yeah. Well, I've had a lot of people comment on that, too. Yeah, like, again, they, they've perused over in that little area to yeah. see what's going on, and then they all of a sudden look out. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I could move it further out, but I think for now it's just... Oh, no, it's a good spot. You don't want people... Exactly. <laughs> but it's like, I don't have a place to hang it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's cool. I mean, I think it's nice to... just something just, different. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. a couple other small things I might just bring in and lay around. Be like, here, here's some ethereal crap. <laughs> <laughs> Put a price tag on it, yeah. see if somebody buys it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taking, yeah, uh, negotiate, yeah. Going from the yeah. one man's trash to another man's treasure kind of motif there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and I had so much fun in college doing stuff. Like, our studio space for sculpture was an actual separate building from everything else. It was like an old garage that they mm-hmm. turned into a studio. Oh, okay. And I was had like a work-study program where I could work at some place on the campus for like, like five hours a week and get paid just mm-hmm. for whatever. It's like financial assistance. And they were looking for somebody to clean up the studio. And I was like, I'll do that. So I got a key to the place. And so I would go in there after hours. When nobody else is nobody there. Nobody else yeah. is there and just mess around. They had an old stand-up piano in there. Oh, cool. Just mess around. I was around just being a typical college right? student, but I was like working and getting paid. So I was making clay. I was like mixing up, mixing up the old clay. And right, yeah, to re- re-block clay. it. Yeah. But like there was a lot of plaster and stuff. The police had to get cleaned up every day. So. Yep. But then there was like bandsaws there. It was, it was all kinds of So you of had stuff. access to different materials stuff. that you could, yeah. That's the other thing is having the stuff you need to be able to create right. what you it's, want. That's you why know? people come here because they don't have <laughs> a giant place that they can put together a big 32 by 40 yeah. frame mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or do it well Yeah, yeah. and they're just going to put it on the kitchen floor. Or well, that's the thing, yeah. You gotta, like we have a couple of customers that say like, only thing I have big enough is my floor to yeah. work on this like piece. Having and, space. It's like having a studio mm-hmm. space and you know, it's tight at home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, it makes a difference. It really does. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm glad we were able to find a couple minutes to pull Mark yeah. upstairs. Mm. We'll probably Anytime, have to be, we'll be down with Mark. He won't be able to help customers when we have Trisha on because he'll be chasing children around. <laughs> I hopefully it gives people a little bit of insight into your stuff, and I hope a lot of customers get a chance to come in and see the stuff. Yeah. I know Claude and Dino will make sure that there's plenty of coverage and we get some artist pages up for you and for Trish. And, mm-hmm. That's what these are good for, because everybody wants to talk to you and find out about this stuff. But if we did this all day long, we'd get nothing else done. <laughs> yeah. Mark's an interesting guy. Exactly. Well, you know, here you can hear a little bit more about his process, right? Yep. So, awesome. Well, we think it's the 15th right now. When I we nail down those dates, we'll be sure to blast that all out yeah. over social media. Mm-hmm. 
and we'll wait, go from wait there. Wait for further updates. And then yeah, <laughs> we determine when we start covering all the different subjects on framing on this podcast, mm-hmm. we will start to include Mark on the how do I frame this ridiculous thing and <laughs> shirts and matting and Give him terrible flashbacks. And all of the other things that Mark is an expert on. I think those who know this place and know Mark, they know that he handles all of just about everything. The place wouldn't be the same without him. So thanks, man. Thanks for being here, Mark, and thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me on. It's been great. Absolutely. <laughs> well, everybody, I want to thank you for joining us today, and we'll catch you next time.